Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Got to welcome in one of our favorites here on the line is Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice Men Have Skin too. This guy has more jobs than Seacrest. I gotta do American Idol. He's an Ivy League alum and a cheap plug pro. You wanna make sure all of your great listeners start worrying about following at Ross Tucker NFL. It's Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. And Ross now joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Welcome to the show, buddy. What up, dudes? How are you? I mean, we're What's pretty, up, dude? We're, we're jonesing about this Deuce Staley news that uh, the report is he's heading to the Browns in some capacity. Uh, obviously played in Philadelphia. I'm just curious what you can tell us about uh, Deuce Staley, the Browns' newest addition to their coaching staff. Beloved. Is it beloved or beloved? Yes. Beloved. I think if you want to sound fancy, you say beloved. I think you're right. It I happens. think they can both work. At any rate, he's, either either one. He's, he, he's that. He's either, he's either, he's beloved, he's beloved. Uh, yeah, I mean, as a player, everybody loved him. Uh, tough as nails, awesome blocker, ran hard, all that stuff. And then really well-respected as a coach to the point where there were a lot of times where people wanted him to be promoted to offensive coordinator. That never happened. For whatever reason, there were a bunch of times where people thought he should be considered for the head coach. I mean, one of those guys, like one of those guys that just all Eagles fans love. I know he was one of the first guys that Dan Campbell brought with him to Detroit when he went there. And then when Frank Reich got the head coaching job in Carolina, I'm pretty confident that David Tepper was paying big money for assistant coaches. He kind of thought, you know what? There's no salary cap for coaches. So he brought in Jim Caldwell and Thomas Brown from the Rams and Deuce Daly and was more or less trying to assemble like an all-star coaching staff. And he felt like Deuce Daly was, was one of them. Now they all got blown out in Carolina because they had a terrible year. They were the worst team in the NFL, but well-respected at a bunch of stops for sure. So one of the things we talked about over the last couple of days is the idea that Brian Callahan, Bill Callahan's uh, son, just got the job in Tennessee, and there's some there's some kind of conflicting reports over well whether the Browns would let Bill go to Tennessee, whether or not Bill would want to go to Tennessee or not. I'm just curious when it comes to and I, I'm you know speaking to somebody who might be a little biased here. 
I think Bill Callahan is the most important position coach you can have because elite offensive line coaches are just so damn hard to find. I'm curious whether you think the Browns losing Bill Callahan, if that happened, how big of a blow that would be to this team. So first of all, the league, forget me, the league agrees with you, Nick. Yes. Because offensive line coaches are by far the highest paid position coaches. In fact, offensive line coaches like the top guys like Stoutland and Philly and Callahan and, and Cleveland, they get paid like coordinator level money. Like they get paid I wouldn't be surprised if Callahan's making a couple million bucks a year. I mean, that's, that's how much I, – I found that out recently. Uh, not necessarily Callahan, but, like, the top O-line coaches, they get paid a lot because everything you said, Nick, about there's not that many of them and they make a big difference is a 1,000% correct. I had nine offensive line coaches in my career in the NFL, and there was a wide range – in terms of how good they were or were not. And um, I think it'd be a big loss. I also think that'd be really tough. I don't know if he's still under contract or whatever. I think that'd be tough for the Browns to try to hold him there against his will. What I think is interesting, though, is like if you can trade a head coach, can you trade no line coach? Like if Callahan's under under contract for next year, can the Browns say, like, listen, we don't want to lose this guy. Our offensive line is one of our best things on our team. We made the playoffs with our fourth and fifth offensive tackles. We really don't want him to go. We get the idea he wants to coach with his son. Totally got it. But, like, he's under contract. We're not just going to give him up. That would be amazing. I think I just invented this. This should be the first time in NFL history an offensive line coach gets traded. I just decided. I'm actually all for it simply because of the – do we get like a like a tight ends coach to be named later? No, a draft pick. Ooh, now I like it even more. No, no, I, I'm serious. Like a, like if if these head coaches go for a first-round pick or two first-round picks, then why can't an offensive line coach go for a six-round pick? No, I, I agree with you. I, I agree simply because the, the Browns will be getting an asset out of this, and I really like the way you're thinking. They should. Why not? They should. He's under contract. They don't want him to leave. They're gonna. They could be nice enough to let him go be with his son, but they should get something in return for it. And the Titans should do it. Titans are the worst O line in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Titans should give more than a six round pick. I agree. Man, do not post this. Keith can post it on social media since I'm saying it on the show. Although Keith never posts my quotes anymore. Keith used to post some of my quotes because we want you back on the show. We don't want to make you look bad, man. How are you making me look bad? You're no, making me look because because sometimes headlines are misleading. You know that. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay. I have no qualms making cool. you look bad. By the way, we're not trying to make you look it's bad, but I mean sometimes a headline can make you you look like you're like having a hot take when it's really just. All right, I'm doing it right now, Ross. Give me the exact quote again. Well, I don't even know. Actually, forget it because I don't even know if Callahan's under contract still. Okay, well, hold here's on. the exact quote, Keith, for social media. If Bill Callahan is under contract and wants to go to the Titans, they should have to trade a draft pick for him. 
There you go, Keith. That's strong. Go. That is going to get some social media reactions there. Yeah, good job, this Ross. Is, this is why Ross I is. I just gave that to you guys. I could have. I could. I could have asked you to wait and let me do it myself. I. I'm not even kidding. This. I can't believe. Like, do you want us to like to direct most... people to your podcast too, or? We that would we, be fine. We can do yeah, that. Just make sure you tag me at Ross Tucker NFL. I'll yeah. give you the quote post or whatever whatever we call it now. But no, that should happen. That should absolutely happen. Ross, should Kevin Stefanski give up play calling? No. Why? They were too good at the end of the year offensively. I mean, to have all those O linemen out, to have no Chubb, to have Joe Flacco well, off the Bill couch, Callahan there. putting up a lot of points like that. What did you say? I don't know. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, Ross Tucker on the North Homestead. Honestly, I don't see the positive. I thought Kevin did a good job at the end of the year. And what's best case scenario if you if you do that? You bring in somebody else, they do a really good job calling plays, and then they get a head coaching job somewhere else after a year. You'd rather have Stavansky keep doing it and do a really good job like he did. Insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Ross on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Ross, hey, Nick, you... Speaking of that, yes. speaking of that yes. what happened with Van Pelt? Uh, I don't know. What's the, what's he, he the word whacked. on that one? That, it's strange to fire a coordinator who's not the guy calling plays. So I guess... I would imagine it was just he had been here four years and there was nowhere for him to go because they weren't going to give him play calling duties. So I think it was mutual. I think it was. A, I think it was more of a mutual decision than an out and out firing. Yeah, but then if that's the case, they don't do it that way. You know what I mean? Like they let him try to get the next job while he's still working for, like while he's still under contract with the Browns. I, I, I maybe you're right. Maybe that is how it went down, but. They always say it's easier to find a job when you already have one than, you know, than when it, it looks like you're being fired for some reason. That is fair. Uh, Ross, bigger obstacle to the Browns competing in the AFC next year? Deshaun's health or the overall competitiveness of the AFC? Mm, that's a good question. Don't be surprised. I don't know about, I don't know about Deshaun's health. So I'm going to say the overall competitiveness of the AFC because it's just rough. I mean, look at the four quarterbacks that played this weekend. They're all better than Deshaun Watson, and they're going to be. And then who are the other guys that didn't play that are still better than him? Burrow, Herbert. Rodgers. I mean, if you really list it, even if he's healthy next year, is Deshaun Watson a top eight quarterback in the AFC? If he's Even healthy? if he's healthy. Yes. Okay. So Mahomes, Josh Allen, DJ Stroud, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Tua Tungavailoa. I had the other one in my head. I miss who am I missing? Uh, at least eight of the quarterbacks. That's seven right there, right? Yes. I don't. I don't. Who think... are you saying Deshaun Watson is better than Tua and Herbert? Oh my gosh! Herbert, Herbert is a real. My, 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 my partner's kind of nuts here, buddy. Of zero, if you ask every team in the NFL 
if they could have Herbert or Deshaun Watson, every single team, including the Browns, would rather have Herbert. And if you had asked those you same, can maybe if, debate. If you asked, Herbert's not debatable. But if you asked that same conversation, if this was two years ago, it actually would be debatable. I think the point is we haven't seen him healthy for 17 games since then. So if if he's going to play 17 games, I'm assuming he's going to be the guy you traded for. I the the guy you traded for, I think, is a top five quarterback in the NFL. What? Two years ago in 2020. In 2020, he was. We saw him play six games. We saw him play six games healthy in 2022. Did not look good in 2022. And then 2023, I don't know how many games he played healthy this year, but even when he was healthy, did he have one and a half good games? Two good games? He had three good games. He had had, uh, the Titans game, the the Cardinals game, and then the second half of the, uh, the Ravens game. So that was half of his games were good. Where he looked... Good, really good, whatever. Goodish. Yeah. That's wild, though, isn't it? I mean, he was unquestionably one of the top five guys in, in 2020 in the whole league. And now it's, it's a real battle to consider him a top seven guy in just the AFC. Ross, we had a Donnybrook earlier today. Uh, in a, I think it's our yearly scheduled one. Uh, six AFC title games in six seasons. Regardless of what happens this weekend, are the Chiefs a dyna- is this a dynastic run for the Chiefs already? So, I've always said three championships in five years. If they lose this Saturday or this Sunday, I would say it's close. But I feel like you got to get the third championship for it to be a dynasty. Like, dynasties to me are the 70s Steelers, 80s Niners, uh, 90s Cowboys. Like, the Broncos don't qualify. They won back-to-back, but that's not a dynasty. That's a back-to-back. And then the 2000-whatever, 2001, 3, and 4 Patriots, you got to win three in a four- or five-year period. But why? No, they're not. Why is it three? Why is that the the dividing line? It's Ross Tucker's idea. Well, no, that's yeah, what I'm know, asking you. Because you asked me, because well, I'm, I'm on your show, presented by Old Spice, at Ross Tucker NFL on social media, <laughs> and I just drop truth it. bombs all day. Well, and I, I people, appreciate you know, people schedule. You know, people schedule their drives home for this now. They do. All over Cleveland. Absolutely. That's why, that's why it's called afternoon I drive. I literally get text messages now. I'm about to get in my car. So I can hear you on the North Olmstead Jeep, whatever, whatever hotline. I mean, men have skin too, Ross. Yeah, but no. My you, point how many is, other guests do you guys have that people schedule their dry, their commutes home from work for, so that they can just see, hear me dropping knowledge? I mean, it's, it's probably you and Albert Breer. People have to pull over. Like I've said two things during this interview that have been so good. People have had to pull over. That they're just they were either laughing so hard or they were so impressed and they didn't want to get an accident. All right, but getting back to the great the question, because I, I I think you are in the consensus. People agree, people, it's three. But why for you is it three titles instead of two or four or five? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, no, well, well, four counts. Four is more than three, Nick. That's, that's um, fair. Thank you. So uh, it – 
it because two is more common and two is more like back-to-back or like people weren't saying the Patriots were a dynasty until they were they won the third people weren't saying the Cowboys were a dynasty until they won the third I don't know I don't make the rules Nick well but that's the thing like after the Patriots beat the Panthers in 2003 it was like oh they're a dynasty it was oh they won two out of three are we not allowed awesome. to to reevaluate things with as we get older and re reevaluate the sports media landscape? We just have to go along with the with the sheep that say three is a dynasty. Okay, so were the Eagles a dynasty with Andy Reid when they went to five straight conference championship games? No, because they didn't win a Super Bowl. Okay, so what's the? Give me the equation for you. Sounds to me like you're adding up Super Bowls and conference championships. How many do they have to have? Like, what's the number? I mean, I think what the, the Chiefs are doing is kind of right there. It's it's two, it's three Super Bowls, two of which you've won, and six straight AFC title games. I, I think that's about as um, conclusive or as demonstrative as you can get, other than just uh, you won three. I would agree. I think they're right there. I think if they win the Super Bowl this year without any hesitation. Or even if they win the Super Bowl next year, because I usually say three and four years or three and five years, that would be three and seven years, but that would still count because it's still in the Andy Reid, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey era, the new eras tour. Ross, I have one more. All right. Ross, what do the Lions have to do to win this weekend to go to the Super Bowl? Oh, gosh. Maybe we can all just pray and make it happen. <laughs> I do, isn't I want everyone them to win for that? So bad. What's that? Isn't everybody rooting for that? Literally everybody except annoying Niners fans that are spoiled rotten. Yeah. Everybody. I wanted a Bills Lions uh, Super Bowl. So bad. Ross, I was at that game. And I was at that game on Sunday. I know. I saw your post. I saw your post uh, on Instagram, brutal. I think. I, I'm I'm so disheartened for those people in Buffalo. Ugh. It's just why does this have to happen? to Cleveland and Buffalo and all these awesome cities where the people are so loyal, even if they move, even if they move out of the area, that's still their team. It always will be. And they go to away games. They fly back for home games. Uh, That's why, like I said, Santa Clara has no idea what's coming. And all these Niners fans are like, yeah, right. You, You see the prices. Yeah. I see the prices. That's because anybody from Detroit that's ever been from Detroit that has dough has already bought the ticket because they're going because it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And I, I, I mean, I hope there's a ton of people in blue in Santa Clara, and I really hope – I really wanted the Packers to beat the Niners so that the Lions could host an NFC Championship game against Green Bay. That would have been off the charts. Ross, you're off the charts. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. Later, dude. Later, dude. Later, dude. Ross Tucker, Otis. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The NFL Insider uh, in the last segment there. So, okay, I both love the idea and also hate the idea. I love the idea that if you're going to lose Bill Callahan anyways, that you would get some sort of compensation from Tennessee and I, by the way, I'm I'm fairly certain Bill is under contract. Um, also, the way the NFL tends to work is if if you're able to offer somebody a a better title, um, then that player or that that coach tends to be free to leave. For instance, you can turn an offensive coordinator to head coach, and they can come to your house. If uh, if it's a quarterbacks coach, and you can offer them a offensive coordinator job, yeah, they can leave. So I love the idea of if I'm going to lose Bill Callahan, all right, give me a third round pick. I'll also be honest with you. If if it if it didn't matter to Bill, and it was just between the two teams to work it out, Bill would like to go with his son, but it wasn't going to piss Bill off if he didn't. I don't know that there's a draft pick I, w- I would accept for Bill Callahan. Like a third round pick? No, I'm sorry, it's not enough. Like he he said a six round pick. I'm like I wouldn't even. Consider that. I mean, I think this is, I understand how insane this take might sound. I don't even think a first rounder is enough for Bill, Bill Callahan. Without knowing who I would replace him with, because it's not like, like think of the other great offensive line head coaches. Adam Stenovich is, is secure in Green Bay. Chris Forrester still in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Jeff Stoutland is still in uh, Philadelphia. You know, Mike Munchak's out there, but Mike hasn't been an offensive line coach now in two years in the NFL. And, I mean, I, I really like Mike Munchak, but I don't know he fits what you want to do uh, style-wise. Right. So, like, you have the best off, best or second-best offensive line coach in the NFL, and none of the teams that just fired their offensive line coaches, or sorry, their, their, their staffs, none of them have a Bill Callahan. I don't think people realize how lucky you are to have Bill Callahan. The only reason it happened is because they fired Jay Gruden in Washington and Bill got sick of Dan Snyder. I mean, that's that's so few and far between the guys like like there's a re- Jeff Stoutland's been the O-line coach through four different coaches in Philadelphia. That tells you what an elite coach he is. That 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 leadership is like, all right, the rest of the staff can go. The quarterbacks coach can frig off. The running backs coach can get bent. Uh, the 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 defensive line coach can get the hell out of here. But you know what? We're gonna wait until the new head coach comes on so they can talk to you, so they also can see how how off uh, how awesome you are. I mean, yesterday we, we had Baldinger on. He's like, no, the offensive line coach is the most important position. Yes. in football, and also every time Bill Callahan left an organization, those teams got worse yep. on the offensive line. Yep. And so I can't be the guy that says, oh, don't let him out of here. Like, if he wants to go, he's, you just can't say. Like, it's such a once-in-a-lifetime thing to, to to coach with your son if that's what's in his heart and what he wants. At the same time, I'm just hoping. Honestly, it'd be the biggest win, coaching staff-wise. Like, I, guys, I think there's a chance. Like, a year ago, Kevin Stefanski supercharged the coaching staff but with hiring Jim Schwartz 
and hiring Bubba Ventrone, who then each kind of brought in their own guys. Yeah, this is Kevin's chance to do the same on his side of the ball, right? He wants he wanted to, the reason why he had, uh, hired Jim Schwartz is he wanted to be the offensive head coach. He wanted somebody to be the defensive head coach, so he just it was one less thing he had to worry about, and that's why you hire a guy like Jim Schwartz. Right. I think he has a chance to do that this offseason with his offense with, with his offensive staff. Deuce Daly, guys, is a phenomenal hire. Like I, 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 I am reticent to ever really buy into the group think or the group hype around the NFL. Spend two seconds, and this you'll have this chance now that Deuce Daly is going to be here in in Berea. Mm-hmm. Spend two seconds around him in training camp and tell me the guy isn't a future head coach or a stud as a running backs coach. Um, I think Tommy Reese as a tight ends coach, as long as he can walk into that room and teach these guys something they don't already know and win them over, Tommy Reese, who's got play calling experience, who's young, who's got spread experience in college, yep. that's a phenomenal hire for a tight ends coach. So... All this being said, I think this is his moment to supercharge his offensive staff. The same thing he did to the defense and special teams. I just, the number one thing you got to do is keep Callahan. You keep Callahan and add Staley and add Reese. And do, you, do you feel like Callahan's more important than Kevin Stefanski? I don't know. <laughs> well, and the reason why I say I don't know is uh, my first thought is to say yes. Because I would rather, like, again, I, m- I mentioned the the thing of, like, if you look at, at Philly's able, ability to go from Doug Peterson and Nick Sirianni and have two head coaches have you in the Super Bowl across five years, I think a huge bit of that is Howie Roseman and how he runs that organization. I think the second most, guy, most important guy in Philly is the offensive line coach. Because he took uh, Jordan Mailata from a guy that was a rugby player and a seventh-round pick to being an all-pro level tackle at six foot eight, two hundred, uh, sorry, three hundred and sixty-five pounds, in about three years. Like, look at all the other guys. Like, they they don't. They, it's the same thing with the Browns. Like, Wyatt Teller was a was a first round washout in Buffalo, which is unfair. Like, I'm just talking about like he was a fifth round pick, started in Buffalo, yeah. was not cutting in Buffalo, got dealt to Cleveland, had an okay year in 2019. And then was holy crap, best guard in the league, good in 2020. Right. What was the difference between 2019 and 2020? This guy named Bill Callahan. I think Dewan Jones. Like, I, like honestly, if you were to say, like, "Hey, man, what do you think about Dewan Jones's future?" I would ask you, how long is Bill Callahan going to be here? And it doesn't mean that those guys. There, like, there's no way Dewan Jones would have had the rookie season he had without Bill Callahan. There's no way. Yes. And honestly, I think as if you want to move that guy to left tackle, I don't think there's a way it happens if Bill isn't the guy overseeing it. And these guys, I want to make it clear, Wyatt did the work. All right? Like I want, like Joel Batonio continues to be an elite. Ethan Posick, he did the work. But there's just something different. Offensive line, guys are not, I mean, guys are coming into the league as unrefined and as unskilled as they ever have. And some of that's the spread offense. Some of that is the fact that um, guys aren't aren't necessarily staying at the same situation, which is kind of hindering their development. There's a myriad of reasons why offensive linemen are coming into the NFL rawer than ever, which means a guy that can take a guy from not an NFL product to a starter inside a season is the most valuable thing you yeah. can have. No, you're right. And I just, 
I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, but like tomorrow, Tennessee could say, hey, we'll give you the first round pick. I I, I want to say they have like the eighth pick in the draft. Maybe that's enough because it's a top 10 pick. But even then, I would say, well, damn, how, what are we going to do offensive line-wise? Like, I, you'd have to say yes because it's the dumbest offer anyone could make. I mean, it's dumb to trade first-round picks for head coaches, let alone for, for position coaches. But when it comes to, I would then also think, well, I, I can't count on that offensive line next year. Because so much of, when every time somebody went down this year, it was, well, but Bill. Well, yeah, sure, we lost Dewan, and James Hudson has looked like a turnstile. But uh, we got Bill. We're all like kind of kind of rooting for the the Lions because, you know, God, it's been 30 years since they've been to an NFC title game and all these things. And I was like, do folks in Ohio like think about them as like a Michigan team or is that like a college thing versus the pros? Like, are we still are we still in for the Lions? I'm very selective in my Detroit hate. Um, obviously, uh, bleep Michigan. But like the Tigers, because they're in your division. Hate the Tigers. Okay. Uh, Pistons, because they're in your division, and you see them. I don't even know who who's in the NBA divisions. I think that's the way. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I think the NBA has made it that way. But the Pistons, there was the LeBron versus the Ben Wallace era Pistons. Yeah, that was in 2005. Uh, no, still hate them for that. Um, but like the Lions, you you play them, what, once every four years? I, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, and in, like in the preseason. But like. Yeah, I don't really care about preseason games. I'm not like, ah, I remember these bastards dusting Arr. us. Uh, not again. 34-21 in the, the, the preseason. My life is ruined. But no, I, I personally, I don't. Mac, do you have anything against uh, the, the Lions because they are from Michigan? No, I, I have – most of my family is from Michigan, and that's the only Michigan team that I will have any kind of affiliation with. They're probably my NFC team. So I, I don't really have anything against the Lions. Okay. All right. I was going to ask Keith, but he's a Michigan man and we know how yeah, this So like think. I, I was just thinking about it because like, you know, we we've got our our big, you know, Super Bowl party every year where like like 200 people come. Mm -hmm. And I always like to kind of have a team that I'm rooting for in the game, I like to buy a shirt or a hat or something like that and like I get cuz like if the Lions make it, do I get a Lions? If they're Michigan. Yeah, but I don't think people I don't think it's the same thing. Like okay. I when I see the Detroit Lions, I don't think Michigan Wolverines, even though okay. on the ticket up there, they, I mean, it's 1A, 1B. Like that, yeah. they don't talk Michigan State there. They don't talk Central Michigan there. They don't talk. Yeah, I mean, like, here, like, like, it's, like it's solely like, Michigan here's Wolverines. Here's the thing. You know, like, I, the only team that I don't like in Michigan is Michigan, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I, I've got, I've got gear from, from CMU, like McElwain sent me stuff, you know, like I've got a, a whole Western that, Michigan uh, outfit. Is wearing on the sideline? What was that, Keith? Yeah, put your headphones on. Is that the same well, equipment that uh, Connor Stallions is wearing? Getting that uh, that Connor Stallions CMU gear. Amazing how that kind of went away. Pipe down over there. You were saying, though. I mean, I'll wear Western Michigan stuff. I'll wear Michigan State stuff, you know, like my, my, my dude's D'Antonio and, you know, whatever. But the point is, are the Lions like a team we can root for? I think so. Okay. I, well, I think so. I, I want to verify two one, two I, one six, I want to verify that. Double O ninety two. Do you are you going to be rooting against the Lions at any point in these playoffs? I'm telling. I'm telling you right now, and people are going to hate me for this because I'm rooting for the Ravens. One more time. I'm rooting for the Ravens. Why? Because I cannot stand the Chiefs. Why? 
I am so over the Chiefs and the the love fest that everybody gives them that I just want I want the Ravens to kick their ass. This could be the Ravens versus Satan. And I'd probably have to go for I Satan. I heard Ken say he can't root for the Ravens, and I, I get that, but like I don't know, man. Like I I love John Harbaugh and I love Lamar. I appreciate uh John Harbaugh. I'm kind of apolitical about Lamar. I think he's a fantastic player, but I don't really have a rooting interest. Um, I don't want any part of the Ravens winning. I would like to watch the Ravens lose uh, to Kansas City this weekend, seventy to nothing. It would give me so, it would give me so, a level so here, of sexual so, satisfaction. So here, here's my thought, right? Okay, and this is just my 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 genie, my tarot card, whatever you want to call it. Right? Uh-huh. I think the Ravens play the Lions. I think the Lions have a better chance to beat the Ravens. Um, I don't think the Lions have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year. I was, that's actually not fair. In the pantheon of playoff teams, I think they have the least chance to win. I don't think they're, they're winning. Six-point dogs on the road. Like, that's not that big of a, a, a spread. In a conference title game, that's pretty significant. Like, that's not big on, like, a re- re- like random Sunday. Well, it's, honestly, it's not even a big wild card number. But, like, when we're talking conference titles... One touchdown is a significant margin. And by the way, if if San Francisco actually had a, a better quarterback, like if they had a quarterback that people respected, not a better quarterback, but a quarterback people respected, this would be a 10-point line. I think the only advantage people are giving San Francisco is Jared Goff. Let's go with Josh. Welcome to the show, Josh. Good afternoon, gentlemen. So I'm going to go back to when we didn't have a football team my teams to root for were the Bills and the Detroit Lions because they had some potential, but then they also fell apart at the same time. I myself right now, I'm leaning towards wanting to see the Ravens win. The only reason is because I want to see Patrick Mahomes have a temper tantrum on the sideline by getting beat. I mean, he's, he's had like two or three of them this year, and I feel that he needs to improve his mannerism on the sideline, so I want to see him sat down. I, uh, Josh, I'll be honest with you. He could throw as many temp- temper tantrums as he wants, and there's nothing he can do. He'd come out and say, Nick Wilson is a big, fat, dumb idiot. And by the way, there's some thought behind that. But And I would still say, go beat the, go beat the Ravens. Like, I, there's <laughs> nothing. He, he, could, he could punch my mom on the 50-yard line uh, at the field uh, on Baltimore on Sunday, and I would probably be like, "All right, we'll handle this, but not until you handle the Ravens." And I love my mother very, very much. Just so we're clear, because it seems like I'm not throwing my mom under the bus. Uh, one, my mom has a has a has a strong chin. Wasn't that a movie? Uh, no, that's "Don't Throw Mama from the Train." I believe is the is the one you're thinking about there, Josh. We appreciate you, but no, I get I get some level of erotic satisfaction. At watching the the Ravens lose, it's sort of weird. I think it is. You don't hate watch. There's no team that you just. Well, you just said you hate watch. You hate watch the Chiefs. I do because the Chiefs are just the team that it, you know they're like impossible to beat. And Mahomes has been phenomenal. Like I'm just enough. And then this year you add the and and Kelsey's Kelsey's a Cleveland guy. We love Kelsey, but the Swift thing is like made this thing whole. Like it's just too much. I think this is 100% because you're a Bills fan as well as being a Cleveland sports fan. They, they've they've hurt my son's soul. <laughs> now I feel like an a-hole rebutting you because it's like you're defending your son's honor or your son's soul on this. 
We're going to so, have to like circle back to this and the other take that you had earlier this hour. Like the erotic one or what? I mean, yeah. Well, that what's going on at home? Uh, <laughs> there are like two or three things this hour that I can't believe have come out of mouths. So, so my son sort of roots for the the Browns too. Like he's he's half and half, not half and half. He's more Bills, but he, he does root for the Browns. Uh-huh. And like the Browns lost, and like I got him a Flacco jersey, and he wore it and all this stuff. And in like, it was the saddest thing ever, dude. On Sunday after the game, he said, "We're driving home from the game." He goes, "Dad, why do none of our teams ever win?" Yeah. And I would say. Well, let's make sure that some of the teams we hate also don't win because bleep the Ravens, son. No, I mean, he, no, he told me, he said, he said, Dad, the Chiefs have to lose. So I'm, I mean, I'm with him. It's going to be a rough couple weeks. Be a rough couple weeks there. Because the, the Ravens are going to lose. They're favored by four. And they're still going to lose. Bet the house on it then. I don't really have a house. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.